Terry Vaughn, and if you're an old friend, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to this space, welcome. I'm glad you're here too. I am a seasoned mom, and my kids right now, they range in age from nine to 31, and so it's, it's busy, but it's just gotten a little bit busier. I have recently also added a toddler to my daily schedule. Um, one of my adult daughters has a child in the NICU, and so I'm helping her with her two-year-old. And let me just tell you that since I have added a two-year-old to my daily schedule, I have lost my wallet, locked my keys in the car, <laughs> missed appointments. I mean, it's, I'm letting you know that I commiserate with you. I love, love, love toddler life. It's so much fun, but it definitely adds an element of excitement to one's schedule, right? I love the challenge of creating a home life that makes each family member feel welcomed and loved and wanted in the atmosphere at home. And these are the things that we will talk about in this space. So I'm glad you're here and I hope that you will come back each week as we do this. Um, we're starting out with um, the newlywed life and what it's like as a newlywed and over the next few weeks, I will interview my um, adult daughters and you'll get to hear those conversations. It's, I, I believe you'll find it very inspiring and that is my goal because you are important at home. It is the woman that sets the culture in the home. It is the woman who knows which lights to turn on to make the room beautiful, where to place the flowers, what color paint the wall needs, how to fluff the pillows and which pillows to purchase. It is the woman that God has made um, instinctively to do those things. And it is the man who instinctively wants to be the um, provider and protector. And so, yes, I'm talking about gender roles. If you feel like, well, I don't know how to decorate and I don't know how to do those things. You know, maybe you didn't have an example, but I bet if you were to sit back and um, think about it, you would realize that is your heart's desire and you will feel a lot of contentment and even excitement as you press into these things as the woman in your home. When I met my husband and we started dating, we were in college, and I went to his, um, his apartment at A&M when he was in school and I just chuckled because Talk about bachelor pad. I'm talking like there was no feminine touch anywhere in his apartment. I mean, really uncomfortable sofa, no throw pillows. He had like three black framed photos. I think they were stock photos on the wall, perfectly measured three inches apart, you know, six inches from the sofa. It was really funny. But um, I just remember thinking, wow, this is there's like absolutely no atmosphere in this place. Whereas I was um, living in a dorm room at the time and my dorm room had the most beautiful plush carpet that yes, my mom and I, we cut perfectly to fit the dorm room. <laughs> I had my Laura Ashley downy comforter with throw pillows. She made me matching curtains and I had plants in this little bitty dorm room with my roommate. And um, it was just beautiful and I loved to sit in my dorm room and have friends come over. Thus the difference. <laughs> Women just know how to make a place inviting. And when we press into that, it really, really, really blesses a family. So, um, some of the women who have 
influenced me in this area greatly. First, my mom, of course, because she set such a great example. Um, and then Alexandra Stoddard and Debbie Titus and um, Emily Barnes, and of course, the beloved Sally Clarkson, love her. So look up some of these women. Um, they have several books on the topic. But I wanna to talk to you about Emily Barnes real quickly. She has written approximately 65 books on how to make home life beautiful, and she almost wasn't here. She was almost aborted. She was um, born into a family where her dad did not want her. Um, her siblings before her were aborted. Her, her mother, um, finally, after being forced to have two abortions, said, no, you know, I, I'm gonna have this baby, and Emily was born. But in her very formative years, her mom was not even allowed to cook because her dad didn't want her to practice and didn't think she could provide good enough meals. He was a Jewish German who um, survived World War One, and he came out very angry and he didn't want to raise children in this in the world. He was like, this is too, this is a harsh world. And he was an alcoholic and there was rage. And so their home life was affected by his, his anger and he would not allow his wife to fill it with children and beautiful aromas with food and she could not decorate or anything. So she did not have a great start. Well, her dad died when um, she was 11. Unfortunately, she said, I felt like I was released from his bondage when he died. Her mom, of course, had to go to work and worked in a dress shop and she, Emily and her mom and her brother moved into this little apartment that was attached to the dress shop where her mom worked. And at 11 years old, Emily Barnes, um, she started homemaking. She painted that apartment and she got fabric and she made table covers and chair covers and slip covers and curtains. And um, she picked flowers and put them on tables. And um, she just loved keeping their apartment beautiful and learning how to cook. And um, the when she was an older teenager, the man who eventually became her husband came to that apartment and saw her homemaking skills and fell in love with her. <laughs> and she promises that that's why he fell in love with her because of her homemaking skills. It's really important to note that it doesn't matter where you start, it matters where you're going. I have a quote by Oliver Wendell Holmes. He says, the greatest thing in the world is not so much where we start as in the direction we are going. So regardless of what your home life looked like, don't let it be an excuse regardless if you had an example, regardless of if you had a mom or whether or not your mom was present or what your, what your home life looked like, you get to start for your family and create these things. One hurdle I see some newlywed wives um, think is a, a roadblock where they cannot do this is money. I'm telling you, you do not have to have a lot of money. Um, you know that, you could see that Emily's mom worked in a dress shop and they were on a shoestring budget. Um, well, when my husband and I first got married, we chose to get married the week he started dental school. I mean, like, love was gonna pay our bills and buy our groceries. And let me tell you, <laughs> it didn't, okay? Um, we made weekly trips to the food pantry at churches just to have food on the table. And um, man, we worked so hard during those times to barely make ends meet. I mean, we were paying for his school and just honestly barely surviving. But, 
But one thing that was important to both of us was to have a beautiful space that we felt comfortable in where our friends could come over and also feel comfortable in. We talked about the fact that we wanted um, an atmosphere that was beautiful, that did not have visual chaos, but that had order and color. And um, we agreed on that. And even though we were, you know, being given groceries, we did go buy a quart of paint so that I could paint and stencil and put some color in our in our home. And even it was it was beautiful. I'll have to say it was fun. It's fun when you have that hurdle and you're like, how can we make this happen? Which leads me to another hurdle with newlyweds. I have seen this happen also. If money is an issue and you are trying to make it beautiful, be careful about receiving too much stuff. I have helped new brides try to make their homes beautiful, but when there's extreme clutter and too many things in the house or apartment, visual chaos is not welcoming. <laughs> it is not. You um, are starting fresh with your husband. You have this clean slate with your husband. Talk to your husband about what you want your family to look like. Y'all come together and decide what your plan for your family is. And he will be on the same page with you um, concerning creating an atmosphere that's welcoming. But if you just expect for him to sort of know it, there will be some conflict and maybe even confusion as you maybe try to make the home beautiful. And he's like, why are you painting? Or why are you, you know, doing such and such? So have that conversation with him. You are a new family. And um, one thing that my husband and I did that really set us up for success was this. First of all, we went out with older couples to learn from them, but we also evaluated older couples and we decided what we loved in some couples who were about 20 years older than us, like the strengths that their family had and what their home lives looked like. And we took all of those good things and we um, decided, okay, we want our home life to look like these things. So we made a plan that we were both on the same page um, and not fighting about what our culture would look like as I worked hard to build it. Um, because ultimately the woman is going to put it into place. Um, it takes time and it takes effort and it takes planning and it's a lot of fun. And this may seem counterintuitive, this next thing I'm going to say, but it will even probably take you slowing down and not, if you're working outside the home and you're also wanting to build a home culture, understand that you will probably need to slow something down outside of your life in order to create the most important part of your life, and that's the private life. Inside your home, it needs your full undivided attention so that your family will feel the love. They will feel the love. Your husband will love what you do. Creating a solid culture takes time and intention, and if we're constantly gone and constantly distracted, it's not going to happen, and your family will not feel like their priority. Decide with intentions what you want your home life to look like with your husband, and get on the same page, and make a plan. If you fail to plan your happy life, your happy life might fail. <laughs> when you keep house, you use your head, your heart, your hands together to create a home, the place where you live the most important parts of your private life. It's gonna take your head, your heart, and your hands all together to make your home, which is going to be the most important part of your private life with your family.
So that's why Cheryl Mendelson. Thank you for stopping in today and I look forward to having more conversations about building a home life that your family will love to be a part of. 